if a leader is not willing to go ahead and to live out the desired culture and to also admit to people when they fail, then everyone will just experience the gap between what they say and what they actually do. Transformational Change, Episode 6. Central to any transformational change is leadership. Yeah. If leaders don't leave out the change, change will not happen. And I know that from my personal experience. However, one question that we get from our clients, that is, what is the most important thing that every leader should have in order to lead transformational change successfully? So, I would say that the most important thing that I found is courageous humility. And courageous humility means that I, as a leader, that I'm ready to assess and admit and take responsibility for my own heart. The motives and the drivers and the values that guide me and how my behavior influence the people that I lead. It also means that I am ready to take responsibility and assess the heart of the organization. How the things that I tolerate and I accept and that I celebrate, how that will shape the culture of the organization. And lastly, it also means that I'm ready to address whenever I see that there's a conflict between what are our values and our vision and our purpose and with how we operate or how we behave within the organization. But why do you think it's important for leading transformational change and for building health organizations? So I think that you can never lead transformational change without an honest assessment of the state of the organization and the state of the heart. And without that courageous humility, a leader will not be ready to go on that journey of making that type of assessment. And I think it also hinders a person from taking the often very difficult questions that need to, and difficult conversations that need to be had in a process like that. But what I think maybe more importantly is that if a leader is not willing to go ahead and to live out the desired culture and to also admit to people when they fail, then everyone will just experience the gap between what they say and what they actually do. And I think if we take an example of a leader uh, or an organization that has set, uh, set a certain set of corporate values, and then they have people within the organizations, maybe even people in leadership roles that are acting in conflict with those values continually. And they just keep on allowing and tolerating that, then people are going to see that this doesn't matter and doesn't mean anything. And I think the last thing is that when you have that courageous humility, you're ready and able to course correct quickly. You don't need to maybe have a big uh, catastrophe, but you're ready to continually just look into the heart and the state both of your own heart and of your organization and make changes and, and address corruption as you find it. Is there any research that supports this? Yeah, there's actually a lot of research and, and uh, one for example was uh, research in Harvard Business Review by two researchers that have looked at uh, the character of humility and what that means in leadership and they wrote that the best leaders are humble leaders and that leaders with humility can build more diverse workplaces and they can also be more innovative. And I also think it's interesting to look at Brene Brown's research in in Dare to Lead, where she has asked a lots of, of CEOs and leaders, what is the one thing that we need more of in leadership to be able to, to navigate in a world that is with constant change? 
And the one thing that they said was courage. And, and it was the courage to be vulnerable, the courage to have tough conversations and the courage to really lead with the whole heart. Is there an example of this? Absolutely. And, and uh, one organization that we worked with, they had gone through a, a big crisis and, and a big leadership crisis. And the new leadership, they really had the courageous humility not to just put all the blame on the former leader, but taking, seeing their own responsibility and also taking the time to really dig deep and assess not just what had happened, but also what had led to that and what were the beliefs and, and, and the values that had underpin it and the motives that had underpin it. And, and they were also, uh, they, they went in front of their whole team and actually told them this, what had happened, why it happened, and they asked for forgiveness. And when you do that, you're really, really naked. But what comes out of it is that you can rebuild trust and credibility with the people. Do you have any tips for our leaders? Yeah, I would really encourage you to think of courageous humility not as something that you either have or you don't have it, but to think about it as a skill that you can actually practice. All of us go through different situations in our leadership and in our life where we need to practice it. And the more we train, the more we do it, the more we go through that process, the more we will be able to think in that way and that will really lead to more healthy organizations. Please connect with me on LinkedIn or comment or like or share to join in in this vision of a world in which organizations with a healthy heart can become the norm and not the exception.